episode 99. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and now international talent agent. Well, once again, we find ourselves across the pond in the United Kingdom, and today we're going to listen to the bold, beautiful, homegrown answer to the U.S. Uber Divas. Yes, it's the captivating sound of Natalie Miranda. But before you strap up your seatbelts and go for a ride with me... Have you heard the news? There is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called Mercy. This is something that you have never heard before. It's spiritual. It's the truth unleashed. With scripture delivered by evangelist Christine Mercy. Along with drums, guitars, pianos, violins, and vocals from singer-songwriter James Kevin O'Connor. Yes, a little bit of heaven on earth. And just in time. Behold, the brand new single from the forthcoming album, I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture, and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us. It's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new single is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Recorded just weeks ago on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Download the single I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. And keep your eyes open for the full album release coming soon. Featuring Come, Bless You, Amen, I'm Afraid, It Is Finished. And yes, the title track, I Am Victorious, available right now. Go to iTunes, CD Baby, or Amazon and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. On the Dharmic Evolution today, I am happy to have Natalie Miranda from the UK, another fabulous British lady. And wait till you hear the music that this woman creates. I think you guys are going to be amazed. And Natalie, welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming on today. And, um, you know, I saw in your notes that you started singing when you were three. Now, how does that, how is that even possible? <laughs> well, I guess, I guess really it's just, I, I've always loved, music's always been in my life. So even from a young age, I was just, um, you know, singing along to the records my mum would play or whatever I could really. So obviously I wasn't professional from that age. <laughs> I'm telling you, you, you are really, um, you are really in this because, um, I was checking out your music this morning and I was kind of blown away with the energy and the conviction that you sing with. And also like, um, you know, your dad's record collection, right? So yeah, <laughs> James, Aretha Franklin. And I was listening to this one track this morning and I'm going, man, you know, that could have been, um, 
that could have been Diana Ross and the Supremes. It just had that beautiful, wonderful 60s Motown slash, you know, it just had such a great feel to it. Oh, so, you. yes, yeah, so you really have um, you really have the gene going here for songwriting. <laughs> so did you start did you start writing at a young age? Like what you know, when did this happen for you? Um, yeah, I've, I mean, I always, I started to write lyrics from, from really young, maybe eight or nine. Um, right. And then slowly I would start to put melodies to, to that. I mean, I, I started playing the piano when I was about five as well. So um, obviously that helped with writing melodies and things. Wow. I'm hoping you're saving a little bit of life for the back end because you started <laughs> everything so young. Hey, why don't we give everybody a little flav here and uh, give them a taste of hot shot with Natalie. So tell me, where did that come from? That, like, open your eyes, time is passing us by. 
That kills. Really, really great track. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, so I got so many questions. I don't even know where to start. So first of all, like when you go in, like, do you, are you working with a producer on this? It's obviously very, very classy uh, production on this. So give us the studio situation. Well, actually, um, that that track was was written quite a few years ago, actually, with my with my now husband, but at the time he was my boyfriend, <laughs> um, and we write together. So he he created a backing track, and I went ahead and wrote the lyrics and the and the melody, and we just recorded it in in our front room, really. Um, really, and what, yeah, what platform using uh, Pro Tools I, or Logic or? I think it's at the time it was Pro Tools. Yeah, I think yeah we still use Pro Tools as well. So um, awesome. and. He's a uh, he's a recording engineer, luckily. So he he's knows what great. he's doing. What, what's his <laughs> yeah, name? Yeah. Uh, Simon. Simon, you yeah. slayed it, Simon. <laughs> Simon and Natalie. Yeah, I love this. And you know the horns, everything. Now, did you do all the backing vocal tracks? Yeah, all the backing vocals are me. Um, but Simon produced the track. You know, you know, sort of put the, the the music together and, and all that kind of stuff right I, I just i just concentrate on the lyrics and the melodies you guys crushed <laughs> and the it. vocals thank you yeah you know um i gotta tell you like you know when you did he, he must have immediately got your soul like he understood yes. you um so intrinsically so like you know because the way your music comes together you know back to that that golden era of like i hear a lot of 60s um yeah, in there it was just beautiful just really beautiful thank you that's exactly what we what we wanted to do we, there's about 12 what more than 12 songs that we wrote for that kind of um with that feel and um we we use loads of things like you know by aretha franklin and uh shaka khan uh just to kind of get those those vibes that we wanted for that kind of uh, era basically right um yeah so I, I think i think we did a good job it was it was tough but i think we <laughs> we got the the message across you did a fabulous job really <laughs> great you. production i gotta tell you for for doing it in-house it sounds fabulous thank you so we were talking a little bit on the break about um what you do as far as live performance and and i so appreciate the fact that you're very flexible and you can go out and say okay if if there's a gig here i can bring backing tracks if i don't have the band available or I'll play acoustic guitar so you seem to be flexible enough to do whatever it takes just to get another gig under your belt yeah absolutely it, you have to be especially in London it's um, well I'm sure it's the same where you are it's it's very very competitive so you have to be able to to sort of adapt right to 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 get yourself out there really yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's awesome that you do that so can you share with us a couple of places i mean just um um for people out there i mean we're in 49 countries now so some of the people who listening to the show do go to london um yep. so where could we possibly find natalie miranda playing <laughs> just if just if i was going next week i'd want to hear you sing so i would be like hunting the pubs so <laughs> save me some time <laughs> um okay well i mean I, I i have my sort of regular hangouts there's the, there's a place called camden in northwest london which is a major major scene for musicians if you go there it's you'll hear all types of music you know, rock bands to, to soul music. So if you, you go down south, there... Southwest London? Uh, Northwest. Northwest, Northwest. London. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 
everybody knows Camden basically. So, awesome. so you'll, you'll find it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I try and I do, um, when, when I'm fully healthy, cause I've got hay fever now, but right. when I can sing, I, I usually go to open mic nights in Camden. I've got a lot where I'm very regular at and they're basically like a second family to me now. So yeah. you know, it's, it's really nice. Um, uh, there's a place in Soho, which is in central London called Jazz After Dark. Um, and that place I gig at approximately once a month. Um, that's just covers. Right. Um, and uh, uh, there's just really, I don't, can't really think, to be honest. It's anywhere and everywhere, basically. All my info is on my website. So well, as those soon are as I helpful. Gigs, those are great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just if I could just shout out to um, some of our fellow artists who are, or songwriters who are listening to this show, um, don't be shy about open mics because I, I got to tell you, just from my own experience, um, anytime I'm going in the studio with new tracks, I always do lots of open mic you know just road testing and get out there and, and get a you know it's a great litmus for like is this really good is, is is it as good as i think it is or maybe i need to go back and do some rewrites on this and it seems like the audience always tells us don't they natalie yeah they really do and, yeah. and the good thing about open mic nights is that you i mean i've met so many musicians through them and i've collaborated with people i even got some gigs through them as well so um, you know, you have. To, I think they're really, really important. It's, it's a great um, way to test your music, like you said, but it's also a really good way to network and, oh, yeah. and meet other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny how like those open mic scenes they turn into like a whole community because yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Other like-minded musicians come and you get to network and brainstorm and like even do some masterminds together and say yeah. You know, and you know, you never know. You end up working with somebody. Who, exactly. um, who fits with what you're trying to do. So that's yeah. a really cool thing. So um, my fellow artists, get out there and open <laughs> mic. And let's do another one. This from Natalie. And this is Just Can't Get Enough. <laughs> Everybody got a special place Where they go to when they're sad and lonely Memories written on your face Come on, let me see you smile Ain't nobody got a better deal Cause we're all the same in this equation If you're strong enough to take the wheel Tell me what you're waiting for Shining on a cloudy day Sometimes you just can't get enough Try to see it in a different way You know you got to live it up Take it easy, don't be serious now Before you face the final cut Sometimes you just can't get enough Oh no Everybody got it's the only way to make it better Don't you go ahead and hide your face Just keep on smiling all the way Cause happiness is what you make of it So I'm telling you it's up to you now You gotta fit the pieces bit by bit Cause you can't take it anymore The sun is shining on a cloud Just can't get enough Try to see it in a different way 
I love that. The way you ended it, it's so cool. Just can't get enough. Can you share the story behind Just Can't Get Enough, Natalie? Oh, let me see, because it was quite a while ago that I wrote this. Um, I think it's just enjoy life and sort of you ne- nothing's ever going to be perfect. So just kind of enjoy sort of the sun is shining on a cloudy day is one of the lyrics, you know, kind of just enjoy the simple things in life. Right. And and chill out, you know. Yes. <laughs> that kind of thing. And yeah. we and most of us do not chill out enough, do we? No, no, yeah. not at all. <laughs> like we take everything so seriously and it's yeah. like sometimes you have to back up a little bit and say, you know what, I why don't I look at the trees in the sky and appreciate I have fresh air for this couple of moments while exactly. I have it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about your writing process as far as do you wait for inspiration to strike? Do you have a schedule? Like, how does it work for you? What's your best um, format for writing? Um, I think it's a bit of both, really, because, I mean, sometimes if I've been through something, then I'll often be inspired to write about it. But on the other hand, say, um, I might say I want to write a song about, uh, for instance, just can't get enough. I want to write something about, you know, enjoying the simple things in life. So I'll sit down, sort of brainstorm some ideas, um, and eventually a melody will just pop into my head and then I can work from that and start building the song from there. Right. And um, as yeah. far as instrument, like what's your, like any comfort zone? Do you like to sit at a piano or have a guitar in your lap or, or any, any preference to how you construct your, mel- your melodies? How do you come up with them? I usually just um, just record them into a dictaphone to start with. So I come up with a melody and just record it and then get the structure of the song. And that's the point that I'll get Simon in to sit with the guitar and we'll find some good chord progressions and things like that for the song. Wow, a dictaphone. Really? Do they still uh, (laughs) make those things? That's back from the 1800s. I kind of... Well, I mean, my iPhone is, is uh, you know, that, that is, gets used as well. <laughs> right, right. I remember a dictaphone. Yeah. My father brought one home, like, in the 60s. I said, what the hell is that thing? It was this big, like, suitcase, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. it records sound. I said, you're kidding. And you need, you need two men and a boy to carry the thing in from the car, no, you know? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not that. It's not that kind of thing. <laughs> no, I didn't I'm think quite, so. I'm quite retro, so I, I tend to just use words like that. But obviously, it's just... It's just a little recording device or whatever. Well, so it's cool get- because you're staying true to your art form of the 60s, which I love that, yeah, you know, yeah. so it fits right in. Yeah. So so you so you basically you can cerebrally just come up with this and say, I don't really need an instrument, but I hear it yes. and I, I just need to communicate it. And yeah. then Simon picks up and just says, OK, let me try this. And you kind of yes. guide him. That's it. That's yeah. a cool way to do it. I love that because you're not. um you're not locked into the idea of a lot of like um, musicians, like guitar players or piano players or whatever, you know, they'll lock into a favorite set of chords and they'll kind of yeah. have that. And I think we all habitually do that and just like go to the very familiar things. But you're not tied down to that because you're just saying, I'm just coming up with a pure melody and I don't care what the chord is. Yeah. Nor exactly. does the audience. They don't really, they don't know what a chord is and they have no reason to have <laughs> an affinity with that at all. Just, I want to hear what the music is, you know? Yeah. That's it. That's a cool way to work. So, so is Simon also like a full time musician, or like you know what? What does he do? Does he do other clients as well, or how does yeah. that work? 
Uh, he worked in a recording studio for, for years, kind of working with um, a, a really top um, vocal coach over here. Um, and he was working in the studio that she worked in, so he would record her students, basically. Um, but he's doing other things at the moment. He's he's actually just qualified as um, as a payroll person, so uh-huh. like a bit of accountancy. Because <laughs> um, it's quite tough over here. The industry has really changed, and a lot of people are obviously recording themselves at home. Right. So studio, uh, sort of actual recording studios, have really got, gone out of business. Right. Um, but obviously, he still does it f- for us, and um, we have friends that are also musicians that he helps out and collaborates with. So it's always a, a big part of our lives, basically. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Natalie, let's just take a real short break for something merciful here. You know, in today's world, most people are struggling with something. It may be someone in your life who has a serious illness, a family member who has been incarcerated death of a loved one, job loss, or one of the many, many challenges we find ourselves immersed in. There is good news, however. Please go to evangelistmercy.com and you will have the opportunity to sign up for the Mercy Prayer page. Yes, Evangelist Mercy will offer prayers to the Father personally for you and your situation. You know, prayer is one of the most powerful and most misunderstood means of asking for blessings of the Lord. And today, we all need it more than ever. In 1989, Evangelist Mercy suffered from meningitis from the great pandemic flu attack that hit the United Kingdom. She was pronounced dead and taken to the morgue. But the Lord had other plans for her. He anointed her with a very special mission and sent her back to speak, preach, and teach His Word and to share her gifts with you and I. This she has been doing for years in places like India, Europe, and the U.S., ministering to the sick and dying, healing and helping all those in need that she comes across. If you would like the benefit of personal prayers from Evangelist Mercy to help you and your loved ones, type into your browser right now, evangelistmercy.com, and open up a brand new opportunity for yourself. Start learning and benefiting from the power of prayer right now at Evangelist Mercy. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Yeah, you know, it's it's really, um, it's such a turn of events, isn't it, with um, technology and the internet and everything being very mature at this point, that um, the opportunities are there for us to connect as artists across the planet, which is great. But I think we still have a lot of work to do on... um, you know, getting the financial house in order where musicians get compensated as they should be for all their hard work and their effort and, you know, their intellectual properties. So I'm always keeping the conversation going on this show because there's so much more to do. There's so much more to learn. And and all of us as artists need to uh, continue to keep having that conversation to get this figured out. Absolutely. And and I wish I could just wave my magic wand and and make it happen for every single artist I've ever touched because I think it's um, I think it is going to happen that we are going to see the best days of music ahead of us when we get this finally sorted out. Yeah, I agree. And protect each other. Because people like yourself um, who are so committed and so good at their art and, and keep, you know, mastering their craft and getting out there and doing their thing, uh, I think your your future, you know, is bright and it is going to come to fruition as it should. So um, let's just keep it, 
keep the conversation and going and let's make it happen. But yeah. meanwhile, how about right on time, shall Yay. we? Yeah. <laughs> ah, so soulful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I never knew it, but I'm spoiled. Right on time. Right on time. You and Simon were right on time. Not only do you have good timing as musicians, but you know how to write in good time. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was killer. Killer. Another great, great, great song. So um, tell me about social media. We haven't talked about that yet. So what are you doing on social media? I'm connected to you on Facebook. Are you an Instagram gal? I am, yeah. Oh, I've got we're going to connect. Okay. <laughs> What else? What's your jam? Um, Twitter. Um, and I've got my own website. Okay. So, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So do you find that um, Instagram is your fave? 
Actually, um, I, I actually I, I didn't like Twitter before I joined it. I only joined it sort of begin before the end of last year, and actually I really like it now. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> I've I've made so many connections through Twitter, and I've collaborated with so many people through it. Um, so I think that's my favorite, and then Facebook and Instagram last. For right. Me. How long yeah. have you been on Instagram? Um, maybe two and a half years. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think those are the three best platforms, actually. Um, I find that from where I sit, Instagram is a really powerful um, platform for connecting to people like yourself. Like, um, I've had a lot of success finding, and I'm not sure because um, I have some people helping me. I think it was uh, Kim, uh, one of my assistants. I th- She found you, and I th- I'm not sure if it was, it might have been Facebook that we found you. Um, but uh, Yeah, possibly, yeah. 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 So between all of those, it's really great to um, to get to people and find people, um, you know, who have what you have, which is great, you know. So do you find that you're, um, you know, you said Twitter's your favorite, right? Yeah. So you've done really well as far as connecting with more and more fan base on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really have. It, it just, it's really, really easy to grow a fan base, I've found. I mean, I, I, I've i just gone over the 3,000 mark, which is, in the big scheme of things, is not very much, I know. But yeah, it's, but if um, you know what the difference is? Yeah. I found if those are probably real people, and that's the difference. Yes, they are, they are, yeah. Because I run into all these people all the time, and they're like, yeah, I've got, you know, 25,000. I've got, and I don't have anywhere near that, but all the ones who I do have, they all came to me. It wasn't like, or, you know, somehow we actually really did connect. Yeah. So the real connections, it's not like, well, I found this place that sells, oh, no, you know, no, no. names. And, and that's really not an authentic way to do it. No, no, no. I, w- I wouldn't do that. I-, I want people to actually enjoy what they're here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, but I found it really easy. And, you know, as I said, I've collaborated with a few people through it. Um, other opportunities have come through through Twitter. Um, and it's just uh, it's just really fun. It's a fun platform, I think. Yeah. I yeah. want to talk again we, um, a little bit about your influences um, as you've grown up into your own sound, your own voice, your own writing style. Give us your like faves that you grew up with that were so critically important to you, the people that you really loved and adored, you know, listening to and that helped kind of forge um, your sound. I think, uh, okay, number one, Whitney Houston, because my mum was obsessed with her, so she would play all her music when I was little. Right. Um, and uh, Etta James as well, uh, my mum would play that. Um, and a lot of actually Greek artists, um, I'm not sure if I... <laughs> you, yes, you, you said you're Greek too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I Greek. love that. Greek music is really... Um, it's quite kind of uh, dramatic. So, so when the, when they sing, it's got so much passion in it. Um, and obviously, I think I picked up that kind of vibe. Um, but otherwise, people like George Michael, uh, Freddie Mercury, definitely tops the list. I, I, I absolutely idolize him. I think he's just amazing in every way. Was he like um, one of the greatest entertainers ever to live? I mean, absolutely. Nobody has ever matched and nobody will ever match him. He's just he was an amazing songwriter, an amazing performer, an amazing singer, everything. It was just and I, I just absolutely, I think he's just like he's a god. <laughs> he really is. You he's know, he, um, you may know this, but one of his idols was um, 
uh, Judy Garland's uh, daughter. Uh-huh. Uh, what, what's her name? Oh, Liza Minnelli. Liza Minnelli was yeah. like, that was his, like he thought she was the best entertainer. Like, and you can kind of see it because like he adopted a lot of his style because he's so respected and, and appreciated her artistry. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can, you kind of see that when you, when you think about it and you watch Freddie, but he just had such command of the stage like nobody yeah. else. Hey, you mentioned that you're Greek and also, um, I took me a long time to break into Greece and, um, there's a, a lady named Christina who um, who is uh, she goes by the name of Idril I D R I L and she's from Greece and uh, she's episode sixty six on Dharmic Evolution if you want to check her out she plays a strat and her oh, cool. her music is very very unique very cool and she helped me break into Greece to the point that she had all these people going. Hey, they want you to do a show every day. I said, oh, wow. no, I'm not going to do that, but I appreciate the support. So I couldn't get into this, to the, to the, um, the country of Greece. And now uh, we've got a really strong foothold. So I thought I'd mention that to you. Awesome. So um, also Whitney Houston. Now, yes. you know, Muhammad Ali just passed away and I happened to see, yeah. um, you know, people were putting all these videos up and I saw a video of Whitney singing live to Muhammad, uh, and this is, you know, obviously years ago, and she was standing like right next to him, and I think it was like either a Golden Globe or one of the, one of the awards or, um, you know, Grammys or something, and uh, I, I, I actually started crying. It was just a performance that it's like, how, how does this woman, she is, she was like so special. I yeah, mean, she really was. Really, yeah. uh, like yeah. she could just like rip it, you know. Yeah. And the version of "Greatest Love of All" she did was was totally unique, so different than the recorded version, you know. Yeah. And singing it right to right to Muhammad's face, it was really something to see if you get a chance. So, so you you pick really good company, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Like all the people, and and I can hear it reflected in um in your in your music and how you present it. So um. You know, once again, I just, you know, I'm really, really happy that you came on the show. And we have to play another one. And this song I really love. This is called Standing Tall. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
no business in my life anymore. <laughs> I'm standing tall. Yeah. Yeah, good. Another good track. Simon, you're crushing it, man. Yeah. So, so it must be exciting to, like, the two of you working together because you guys, it's synergistically, it just works so well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so does he come out like on your gigs and um and play or is or is the the schedule is like really um difficult? No, he he's a very behind the scenes kind of musician. He he won't play live. He has done in the past, but he's at that point where he just wants to be you know, in the studio type of person. Right, right. <laughs> so so I go out and I I have a a guy that plays guitar for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's how it works. <laughs> Great. Hey, tell me, what is your, what do you think your biggest challenge is as far as, you know, if you had your way and you had the, the, you know, you had the bottle and you're going to rub it and the genie's going to pop out and you, you had one request to help you with your music career, what would you say was the biggest challenge that you need help with? Um... Wow, that's difficult. Um, I think it's just getting heard by the right people. It just just seems to be a never-ending vicious cycle kind of thing, you know. Like, even if, if you want to be a songwriter, you 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 write your songs, and then the the publishing houses may say, "Oh, yeah, but this, you know, the production's not good enough," or "Go away and listen to what's in the charts" or something. But actually, you should be trying to come up with new songs, not trying to replicate the songs that have just been released or right, right you know so there's that but but even as a singer it's just there are thousands millions of singers out there that just will never get the chance to be heard because they're just not in that right place at the right time or they haven't found that person who will who will give them five minutes you know right, what i mean just right. to to hear what you have to say and um you know i mean it's it's not it's not going to deter me i mean i i'm just going to keep singing and doing my thing cuz it's 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 part of me but um you know anything that happens is a bonus really so so it's really platform yeah, yeah absolutely it's getting yeah. the right platform yeah. okay yeah. great great thank you for that cuz I, I now i have another challenge in front of me okay i'll <laughs> go to work on this immediately tell us as we're uh, reaching the end here natalie give us the best place that people can reach you, support you, purchase your music. Where do we go to find out about Natalie Miranda? Where do we go? Um, I think if you go to my website, um, which is my name, nataliemiranda.com, um, I think you're, you're going to, if you put it up on your site, they can see the correct spelling. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically on there, all my social media links are there. So you can contact me through there directly. You can also contact me directly via email through the website. Um, and there's pictures and videos on there as well. Um, so, yeah, you can find out all about me via that. Okay. And, folks, for you checking it out, it's Nathalie. That's how, you, that's how it looks. It's N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E Miranda, M-I-R-A-N-D-A. So check out Natalie. Please support her. And, um, you know, purchase her music, support her, let her know what you think of, of uh, what you heard here today. And Natalie, thank you so much for being part of the Dharma Evolution. I really enjoyed your music, enjoyed talking to you. You have the right attitude. Keep going, girl. You've got a new fan <laughs> oh, here with James th Kevin O'Connor. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? 
then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Want to Be Loved, State of Grace and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, jameskevinoconnor.com and evangelistmercy.com. Geography of the Soul, the beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Hey, that's a wrap for me, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Dharmic Evolution today with Natalie Miranda. Make sure you support her music. Also, check out all of the content on dharmicevolution.com. If you've been on this show, you are on that site with all your content. Also, check out the brand new James O'Connor Agency On behalf of Natalie and myself, thanks for being here today on the Dharmic Evolution. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and now international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery Pictures in your mind 
Take your places 